Hello and welcome to the Weird Geeks Horror Show, where every Friday we'll be covering another instalment in a classic horror franchise. Go to weirdgeeks.com and weirdgeeks on iTunes to check out our other podcast series, social medias, Twitch streams, contact details and news on our very own feature films, albums, shorts and more that are currently in production for our publisher, We Are Tessellate. Weird Geeks is not affiliated with any of the rights holders of the film's reference and no infringement is intended. Geeks! Yeah! <laughs> okay, let's do that over again because I wasn't talking. <laughs> and that's why I did it. Where's my pen? It was a lot of fun. Oh, you're ready now? Do you want to lead it? No one's ever led it before. Geeks! 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 <laughs> now you go to the rest. And today we bring you to uh, <laughs> Urban Legends Bloody Mary. You can find us on wearegeeks.com. Follow us, like us. We don't do any advertising, so that's why you're following and your likes do really count. <laughs> we have some other projects going on right now. Uh, we got a movie. Mm-hmm. And we got some game stuff you can follow us. <laughs> I feel validated in my job. Uh, hello, and welcome back to the Week Geeks Horror Show, where every single Friday we take you through another installment in a classic horror retrospective franchise. Right now, we're taking you through all of the I Know What Urban Legends you did last summer films. I'm your host, Al White, and joining me in this final, well, penultimate to our wrap up, but final episode in this franchise, Alexander Chad. Hello. And Christina Masterson. Hello. Who does not have a hurdy knee? <laughs> <laughs> we did it, guys. The end of another franchise. Yay. Well done. We will be back next week for a wrap up, just in case you're not familiar with the way we do things, where we're going to go through all the films, rank stuff, do some fun games and trivia and all Three of that. Franchises, shit. in fact. Technically, yeah, we're going to wrap in Scream as well. We won't be going through the, you know, the wrap up of that, but we will include it in our rankings next week. Yeah. So please. Be excited. But until then, Urban Legends Bloody Mary 2005 gets a 4.3 out of 10 on the old IMDb's. If you are new to us, hello, welcome. Please go to weirdgeeks.com, weirdgeeks.com, where you can patch out to all of our social medias. You can also listen to all of our previous podcast shows where we've done everything you could possibly imagine. And yes, including Danny Boyle, we'll be back for him (laughs) soon with his new movie Yesterday, which we will be tackling for some bizarre reason. Also, extra episode coming up pretty soon. Child's Play to Remake. We're going to be reopening oh, the doors. My God. Me, Alex, and Ali. Looking forward to that. And also, you can subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Just type in We're Geeks. Find us. Please do it. We do all this for free. We don't do Patrons. We're not going to do <coughs> ad banner ads. And we're not going to try and sell you Stale any popcorn. No, we'll give that to, for free. Yep. If you're exactly. out of house, you can that. have some stale <laughs> popcorn for free. Christina, what? helps like let's imagine for a second that you've hurt you hurt your body and you need a nice like like an injury gel or like a heat pad or one of those cooling pads because you know like, when you hurt stuff they always like mm. get it hot and then other people are like no get it cold mm. Mm. i feel conflicting information yeah what's your way to go for a good topical healing treatment <laughs> what what <laughs> <laughs> well you know usually i feel like i was I go, pretty clear uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Usually I get some Arnica, which is Arnica. a natural uh, gel substance thingy. Gel substance. Yep. Yeah, Arnica is great. Arnica is pretty great. Arnica um, Schwarzenegger. I don't know. It depends on the type of injury, whether you put hot or cold compresses on it mm. or both. So usually I just Google it. You just Google type injury and go with there. Mm. Or I call my dad. But Arnica is pretty good all rounder, we're saying. Sure, I guess. Yeah. Well, we're not going to try and sell you any Arnica. So. If you use both, do you, are you just left with like a room temp? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Isn't it like 10 minutes one, 10 right, minutes other yeah. one? Okay. Which is great for circulation. You know, when mm. you go on those spas yeah. and you got the hot, cold, hot, cold yep. pools. Love that shit. Yeah. Um, anyway. dangerous, though. <laughs> Very dangerous. Part of the urban legend where the person jumps With the hot, into the cold. cold water. Yeah. What? Has no. A heart, has a heart attack. And then it got cold too quick and then hot too quick and then the blood just froze. Really? It died. I mean, it's a true urban legend. The it's, it's, it's in the old encyclopedia. Yeah. Here we are, guys. The new, the, I've really lost everything. I'm just <laughs> thinking about how much I just want Arnica. Before we get into everything, we do like to look at the year as it was 2005. A mere, was that 14 years ago now? Holy, Holy shit. shit. Wow. <laughs> That's a little, is that right? Yeah. That's sad. Fuck. 14 years ago, Alex, I believe you have the worldwide top 10 box office. I do, Al, I do. Starting at number 10, The Hangover. Oh, really? Yeah. That was pretty good. There's a tiger. Whoa, you liked the comedy you kind of like. Well, again, I like the tiger. Interesting. Coming in at number nine, Angels and Demons. The sequel to The Da Vinci Code. Yep. And Tom prequel Hanks. to Inferno. Coming in at number eight, the Guy Ritchie film, Sherlock Holmes. Don't like it. I don't like Guy Ritchie. With Robert Downey Jr. Coming Isn't, number Isn't Guy Ritchie done Aladdin? Yeah. Yeah. There Got you go. I rest my case. <laughs> he also did King Arthur last year. I rest my case. Exactly. Coming to number cases. seven. I don't know which one in the series this is. Maybe you guys do. The Twilight Saga. Ooh, New Moon. Ooh, I we don't know. A lot. I think New Moon's the second one. The, uh, no, I think the third one's a good one. Mm. I like the third one. It's directed by someone. The guy did Hard Candy. Right. Mm. Okay. Pretty sure. Coming number six. The excellent Pixar film, Up. Mm. I love the first half hour. Yep. Yep. The rest I can take a leaf. Bye. Coming number five, John Cusack saves the world, 2012. He does. Just stay one foot away from him at all times, yeah. he'll be fine. Coming in number four, the mega franchise, Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen. Mm. Mm. Beginning of the end for the Transformers series. Oh, yeah. Mm. Number three, the 100th uh, installment in this franchise, Ice Age, Dawn of the Dinosaurs. Never end. It's like the lamp for time. Coming in number two. Powering through them today. We have Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Is that your British accent? Yes. Immaculate. <laughs> um, which one's that? The Half-Blood Prince. Uh, I feel like that's the fourth or fifth. Yeah, something, isn't it? No. Wait, this is... Prison you're Rascal doing 2005? Yeah, Prison Rascal Band. Three. That's three. And then the Goblet of Fire, I think it was four. So Half-Blood Prince. Hang on. Goblet isn't of Fire is two, isn't it? No, that's I'm the Chamber sure. of Secrets. Yeah. Pretty sure Goblet of Fire, because Goblet of Fire is the, the sort of tournament one, isn't it? That's yeah. definitely four. And then you got five and six at the double bill, aren't they? So maybe yeah. this was one. Was this part one or part two? Uh, Doesn't say. Sure, sure. Nobody uh, knows. No, who knows? Doesn't say. And that pulled Hang in on, 934 what, million. Something beat Harry Potter in 2005? Yep. What could it be, Christina? It didn't just beat Harry Potter. Just walked all over it. I'll tell it. you this. Could it be a... Star Wars no, movie? No, that is not correct. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter did 9.3, 934 million. The top grossing film that year. 
made just under 2.8 billion. Oh, just under. Oh, that's going to be a lot. It is the start of a franchise that hasn't materialized. Oh, Avatar? Avatar, <laughs> correct. That <laughs> <laughs> just keeps getting put off again and again and again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Thank you, Alex. Very, Giant numbers. Very illuminating as always. Uh, Christina, you have some horror films that came out in 2005. I believe I've spoken about these ones quite a lot because we've covered 2005 often. On oh, you know what? I just read the wrong list. I oh, knew it because kidding. I was looking at the photos on IMDb for 2005 <laughs> and I was like, why is none of this on this? And then you said, you, you said, I don't know, Harry Potter. And it was, uh, mine says Harry Potter and the Goblet Fire. Was like, and I was really like, late. maybe there were two. I don't know. Or maybe he's creating the wrong one. But Sorry, listeners. Uh, that was a first. At the end. <laughs> we've, never, first? we've never done that before. That was a first. I got confused because I saw two. 2009 when we were watching the start of urban legends coming number 10 <laughs> here we go again the 2005 hitch yeah i'm not a big fan of hitch number nine the first in the nolan trilogy of batman films batman begins the first half of this movie used to be my favorite comic book movie ever until i think the first half of endgame Ooh. coming number eight johnny depp is willy wonka in charlie and the chocolate factory hate it hate it Coming to number seven, the film that brought Brad and Angelina together, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Is that 2005? God. Ugh. Number six, Madagascar. Very complicated ethical situation to bring up in a children's cartoon. That's all I want to say. Interesting. Coming to number five, Peter Jackson's first project after Lord of the Rings. The King Kong. Kong. Number five was that? Yep. Yeah, it's a bit of a mess. 550 it? million. It's got some good bits. Some very messy bits. Number four, Tom Cruise film that I didn't mind, War of the Worlds. It's pretty good until the stupid ending. Mm. Yep. Coming in number three, The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, The Witch, and The Wardrobe. Should have been better films. Great books. Great books. Get that Jesus analogy everywhere. Get it out there. Coming in number two, Christina... Harry Potter and the Goblet Fire. Oh. Episode three, <laughs> Revenge of the Sith, which was beaten by Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Oh, uh, number four. Number one. One. <laughs> no, but num- oh, the number Goblet four, of Fire Harry was Potter. number four. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that was the correct list, 2005. <laughs> Thank you, you it, for Alex. listening to the double list. That was, you know what? I said the last one was illuminating. Mm. This one was even more so because it was accurate. Christina. You got some horror films for us in 2005. Mm. I talk about these so much. Here's what's going to happen. We're going to see his punishment for Alex getting the list wrong. He's going to give his opinions on each of these horror films. I'm going to stay quiet. Oh, boy. Alex, are you even going to know any of them? Yeah. Okay, let's see. We got 2001 Maniacs Remake. Uh, Yep, this is a uh, remake of 2001 Maniacs. Not as good as the first, but yeah, pretty good. Uh, There was a hand in it, a declawed hand. Freddy Krueger glove is in this film. Freddy Krueger's in this film. <laughs> Great, Alex. Next, we got the Amityville Horror. Oh, the Amityville Horror. This is a remake of the Amityville Horror. Yeah, it did pretty well. Um, personally, I didn't like it so much. Not as scary as the first. Okay. I seen it. Next, we got Blood Rain. Ryan. Blood, oh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds was in the Amityville Horror. He was the dad. We've actually moved on from Amityville Horror, from. Alex. Yep. Blood Rain. This was a guy playing video games, looking up at the sky, and he created Blood Rain. <laughs> and next we got the cave. <laughs> I wish people could see what. Pardon, what, what have we got after that? The cave. Oh, the cave. Yep, uh, set in a cave. Uh, bears, monsters in a cave. Uh, you know, five explorers go spelunking, 
and all hell breaks loose. Great Next. film. Foreign, I think. I think it's Swedish. No, 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 no. It's uh, Lithuanian. No, it's not. Constantine. Constantine. Uh, Keanu Reeves' uh, film. He's like the devil's smoker. Doesn't like smoking. Al's <laughs> <laughs> giving me some sign language here. I'm not going to read it. Yeah. It, it smoked. Cry wolf. Cry wolf. This is about a boy that cries wolf and a real wolf comes and attacks the town. <laughs> yeah. And he's looking out amongst his friends and one of them is a wolf boy. I'm interjecting purely to say us three will be covering this in our expanded version of 90 slasher movies. There you go. Next Classic. we got Cursed. Chinese film. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> about a uh, blood curse on a ancient Chinese emperor. Dark water. Dark water. That's the water when uh, your toilet backlogs. In this one, the toilet gets clogged in it. And then, uh, mysterious black water. <laughs> <In this> <laughs> um, yeah, this is awful. Pretty disgusting. The Descent. Uh, the Descent. Classic. Is it a remake? Or it is the original Descent? <laughs> it's the first Descent. Uh, this is about a group of explorers in a submarine spelunking into a cave. Oh, another spelunking, huh? It's not where they descend in a submarine to something. Anyway, yeah, another spelunking cave film. Spookies. The Devil's Rejects. The Devil's Rejects. Bunch of uh, cult cultists, Satanists, five kids. (laughs) 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 They are rejected by the devil because they're not really Satanists, and and uh, so to prove their worth to Satan, they um they go on a killing spree. Dominion, Dominion, prequel to The Exorcist. So The Exorcist, classic 70s horror film, um, you know, classic supernatural spookies, Catholicism, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> I think this is Al's favorite thing <laughs> right now. You should do this for all. Okay, next we have, um, this is a forever list, The Exorcist. Oh, no, we still <laughs> The I-10. The I-10 it's a freeway, ru- yeah, runs right? through, <laughs> runs uh, east to west through Los Angeles. Uh, this is about a night when there's uh, a lot of traffic on the I-10. There's um, been a been an accident close to downtown. It drives someone so insane because they're they're late for dinner that he goes on a killing spree and kills people in their cars. They're late for dinner. Yeah, and pulls out an eye. Exactly. From a, another person in their car. The fog. Ooh, The Fog. This is a remake of The Fog. Uh, John Carpenter film. I haven't seen the remake. We've covered it on our last series. Listen to it on our last series. Hellraiser, Hellworld. Hellraiser. We've covered this one. Uh, You can check that out on the Hellraiser retrospective. Hostel. Hostel. Uh, This is the start of the horror porn. Kind of. Broadly. Stabbing. Saw. House of Wax. (laughs) Torture porn, not horror porn, torture porn. Start with torture <laughs> porn. I haven't seen Hostel, but European. House yeah. of Wax. House of Wax, remake of House of Wax. I feel like there's been many remakes of this film, no? Was this the one we were talking about last week that was made for a lot of money and was very shit? Check it out, House of Wax. Land of the Dead. Land of the Dead. Uh, we've covered this one in the George A. Romero series, retrospective, with Christina. Return what? of the Living Dead. Covered that too. Necropolis. Necropolis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced Necropolis. Uh, Christina, for those people that haven't I'm seen so it. so sleepy. Yeah, this is about a city of the dead. Didn't I watch this? But I watched Land of the Dead? The Return of the Living Dead is the ones made by the other creator. 
of oh. Romero's Law. Remember when we're just doing Romero's yeah, yeah, ones? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Next, we have Return of the Living Dead, A Rave to the Grave. <laughs> oh, yeah, this isn't made by George Romero. It's made by the other guys. He made two in it. a year. Wow. The Ring 2. Ah, uh, The Ring 2, Naomi Watts. This is uh, the sequel to The Ring, which is the remake of the Japanese Ringu. Not bad film. I didn't mind it. Not as good as the first one. Saw 2. Saw 2. We won't be covering this. Al has boycotted that. Can't even remember this film, to be honest. At all. Venom. Venom. Not the Tom Hardy Venom, because we were 14 years away from that. Um, I don't know what this film is. I think it's about a snake bite. A guy gets bitten by a snake. The Venom um, turns in him into a killer. There's five kids on a jungle expedition. And, oh, yeah. Five uh, kids again, huh? Five kids, yeah, on a jungle expedition. Um, and they come across the man that was bitten by the Amazonian killer cobra python. Yeah, he, he bites them. He doesn't just bite them. He um, constricts them like a boa constrictor, and then he eats one of them whole. <laughs> you know, I have to interject here because until you said the constricting thing, you're exactly bang on <laughs> <laughs> with what this film is. And it was actually written by Kevin Williamson and directed by the guy who did I Know What You Did Last Summer. And it was them trying to create a new Freddy Krueger, a new like 90 slasher icon in Venom. Wow. And so they did Venom as like the beginning sort of story. And then it never took off the way they wanted to. But it's exactly that. Like this guy was bitten by many snakes and then yeah, becomes like You're a welcome. Bill. See, I wasn't joking the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, Lastly, we have yep. uh, Wolf Creek. Wolf Creek. Well, that is an Australian film um, about a crazy man in the outback that kills a bunch of kids. <laughs> Maybe five. I can't remember the exact number. That go out and, uh, yeah, loosely based on a true story about some British backpackers that got lost in the outback. And that, thank you, Christina, for helping me uh, revisit <laughs> all those favorite films of mine. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> that was maybe the most I've laughed in a long time. <laughs> it hurt a little bit. I'm not going to correct any of it. It was all true. Other than I do want to point out, Cursed was actually not an Egyptian whatever. Uh, Chinese. 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 Chinese film. Yeah, that was actually Wes Craven's film that he did with Kevin Williamson as well. Their werewolf movie after Scream. This was a real Kevin Williamson golden time. It was. He was doing pretty well for himself. He was involved, as we remember, with the original Urban Legend he is not involved in these sequels. <laughs> this movie, directed by a female director, Mary Lambert, or Lambert, I'm not really sure. She's done a lot of music videos for Madonna, Chris Isaac, Rod Stewart, Janet Jackson. Motley Crue. There you go. Probably most famous in the horror community for directing the original and the sequel, Pet Cemetery. Written, now guys, this is where we're going to get a little bit of talent involved. Written by Michael Doherty, who wrote X-Men 2. Maybe the best X-Men film. Superman Returns, Trick or Treat, Krampus, X-Men Apocalypse, and the upcoming Godzilla King of the Monsters. Wow. Written by this guy, as well as Dan Harris, who also wrote X-Men 2, Superman Returns, and X-Men Apocalypse. And I'm going to see Godzilla soon. I've been excited for it. They wrote this movie. <laughs> the DP is Ian Fox, who, uh, to be honest, hasn't done much as a DP, but has been a camera operator on a lot of stuff, including Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, The Blob, Backdraft, The Stand, Waterworld, Face Off, The Chronicles of Riddick, The Incredible Hulk, Alex's favorite MCU Thank movie, you. The Amazing Spider-Man, The Winter Soldier, Jurassic World, Fifty Shades Darker, Christina's favorite MCU movie, Music! <laughs> 
by Scooter Peach, 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 I'm not sure, I think it's Russian, and Jeff Verona, who have done a whole bunch of stuff that's not that known other than like the Powers TV show, but they do do some video games, God of War 3 and Devil May Cry 5. Oh, wow. Starring Kate Mara in her first proper lead feature role as Samantha Owens. Of course, you'll know her from 24, Iron Man 2, 127 Hours, American Horror Story, Fantastic Four, The Martian, House of Cards is probably where people know her most from now. Robert Vito as David Owens. He was in Spy Kids 3D. And everyone else, to be honest, hasn't been in much. I mean, they've been quite a lot, but nothing that's, like, notable. Tina Lifford as Grace Taylor, Ed Marina as Bill Owens, Michael Coe as Buck Jacoby, and Lilith Fields as Mary Banner or Bloody Mary. Now, normally I have a little bit of rigmarole to get into, a little bit of explanation of how this movie came to be, what the story is behind it. I don't have any. I searched high and low. I watched making ofs. To be fair, the making of is quite good with behind the scenes sort of footage. It shows you some mm. genuine stuff of how the director was directing these scenes and what her thought process was. Doesn't tell you how they got to make the movie. No idea what the budget is. No idea what it grossed and went straight to home market. So for the very first time ever, I've got no tidbits for you guys. Okay. I'm sorry. They made a movie. They made it though. They yeah. did make it. And it came out. So we begin. Sony Pictures Home Entertainment presents. So they knew going straight for the home market immediately. So not a lot of money. Considering the previous two films, $14 million each. So, okay. I just was thinking about this just right now. What's this? 14 years ago. So yeah, you'd have straight to DVD movies, right? Yes. What was, what's the equivalent of that now? Straight to a streaming service? Because yeah. streaming services... Some movies that go straight to streaming are really high quality. No, sure. I think that's the problem. And that's exactly the problem we have nowadays, isn't it? With what should be fine for the Oscars and all those stupid arguments that people have. Like, if it's a movie, it's a movie. It should all be judged on the same platform, in my opinion. But... But yeah, now it's a bit more complicated, but for sure, if something, if you're a director of making something that goes straight to uh, iTunes, I would say it's more similar, because if something goes straight to Netflix, then it could be a good stamp of approval. If something goes yeah, straight yeah. to Hulu, it could be. If it's going straight to iTunes, you could just be putting that yourself. It could be something really special. Straight to YouTube. Or it could be nothing straight to YouTube. Straight to YouTube. <laughs> I mean, it does happen. Yeah. yeah. It does happen. And I've seen some cool movies done that way. Yeah. Straight to DVD. And this for kids who don't understand what that means, yeah, it, it, there were only two levels. There were theatrical mm. and straight to DVD. There was no digital. There weren't all these different services. So it's a good point, Alex. Or TV yeah. movie. Yeah, or, or, or TV, TV yeah. movie. Maybe that's TV what movies it is. TV something- movie now. No. No, because TV movies can be great. Yeah. And I mean, and technically, like a Netflix special is a I guess TV ne- movie. Yeah, I guess. Sort of. I guess. It's fucking. It's fucked yeah, up. It's like, I don't know. And then Disney Times just bought Hulu changed. this week, so every, did they? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, we were fucked. <laughs> Disney owned everything. Anyway, what oh, we man. have here is an urban legend font, and then Bloody Mary expanding across. Oh, the this was a wonderful, wonderful start. <laughs> The graphics, the fonts, wow. We actually got to watch this one together, which isn't usual for us, and we had to rewind it and watch this title screen mm. immediately again, because pretty special. It was special. Let you know what you're in for. They started out with the sort of slow, kind of, the sort of uh, instrumental type music from... Um, oh, no, I fuck, I keep getting confused with I Know What You Did Last Summer. That's <laughs> no. what I was about to compare it to. That was many yeah. weeks ago. I'm much superior. <laughs> Spoilers for this one. <laughs> we open in Salt Lake City. I do like that they're at least admitting, because they shot in Utah. This is them admitting, yeah, we're in Utah, which is kind of nice. Rather mm-hmm. than doing that Colorado bullshit, I'll always know it did when they show in Utah. Uh, 1969, the summer of Brian Adams High School. Some teenage girls are getting picked up by their boyfriends. They're at the tamest fucking prom dance I've ever seen in my entire yeah. life. Like, it's just ridiculous. It's so chilled out. Yeah. And these boys, uh, not just any boys, Al. They're no. the jocks. They're, They're in their Letterman jackets. Popular boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
hair slicked back. And I think something that is lost on me in this section is that the girls, I believe, are meant to be the unpopular girls. Yeah. And they're getting to go to prom with the popular boys. I did not get that. All these girls are pretty. They all seem cool. (laughs) Yeah, they looked very normal. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You didn't get that until afterwards, until they, like, literally said it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Before they were taking them away. queen and her... Like minions are staring at them. Yeah. All angry. I actually was really excited in the beginning of this. I, I liked the way it started. Me too. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this is better than I was expecting. Yeah, yeah. same. I think it starts fine. It's not mm-hmm. fine. I got like, no, the production value is not very high, but. But they did an okay job with it. And there'll be another film when we get to the end of this. I'm going to recommend for anyone who gets anything out of this that's almost exactly the same, but better. But it started off and it was like, yeah, at least we have a different timing, mm-hmm. time setting, and mm-hmm. different vibe. But yeah, we're introduced to Mary, who's with the sort of lead jock. And then we've got apparently hippie friend, who I did yeah. not get a hippie vibe off. In not at all. Her afro is about the only distinguishing feature of her in this scene. And then the other one, who I don't even know this exists, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I can't. Even, I literally can't think of what she looked like. No. She had bangs. She was white. There you go. Yeah. She was like a Generic good girl. She looked chick. like a good girl. Yeah. Yeah. And we're led to believe that these, these popular boys have broken up with their popular girlfriends to date these chicks just who for the were prom night. unpopular. Apparently. Or who apparently didn't care about them. They were the only girls yeah. in school that didn't really they care didn't about the job. didn't show interest. Yeah. So for some reason, they want to punish them. Mm-hmm. We don't really yeah. know why, but whatever. Um, so then we cut some <laughs> again and getting some punch. With, quote, let's help the girls get a little shut-eye as they pull some roofies in. Yep. Time for a little Rufio action. And give that hippie one some extra. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Why? Because really she's a hippie, hippie and use drugs? Is that what it is? Yeah. So uh, she needs more? Yeah, she needs a bigger dose. She yeah. probably does this all the time. Exactly. She does Rufios <laughs> for fun on the weekend. That's <laughs> a little snooze. I'm so thirsty, says one of the girls. She just drinks it all down. takes it as a shot. Yeah, <laughs> it's a tiny little <laughs> cup of punch. <laughs> But we do notice Mary does not drink the roofies. So she goes with a boyfriend to go get kissy kissy. And then, well, not boyfriend, this dude. And then sees just like completely unsubtly all the guys just with these girls who are just collapsed and they're just dragging them into the car. Yeah. It's crazy. And then we get the reveal at that point. Prom queen comes out. And what does she say? She has a line that like, basically reveals that she's in on the yeah, prank. Yeah, like you think that these guys would actually be yeah, into that's you. Yeah, that's it. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, again, like, that was your chance to put in something of, oh, you did this to us before us now. Because, like, in the contemporary mm-hmm. version of this, they're going to sort of do something to provoke this. Uh, in this, there's nothing at all. They just no. exist. They just didn't like, they just didn't care about the popular people. High school so can be cruel. punished. High school mm-hmm. can be cruel. It really can, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It really can. So, yep, that's why you're roofie people. That's why you don't go to school. Yeah. What are your two options? <laughs> don't go to school, kids. Uh, Mary runs... Hides in the basement of the school, and then the the jock boyfriend turns up, pretends he's being all nice to her, and then does a weird sleeper hold on her hip. I think <laughs> you're like, we get this close up of him like pinching. Yeah, it's it's oh, I thought it was her arm. I thought it was her arm yeah. as well. Whatever, but it's so weird. It's like, yeah. what are you doing? And then he gives it a grip after he he's says trying it's to grab because he started to grab her to pull her out. Right. It's very strange, you know. She bites him. He clocks her fucking clean in the face. <laughs> yeah. Not a slap. <laughs> just a straight up punch. Punch. There is multiples of those in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Mostly from him. Two women. Mm-hmm. It was the 60s. It was a different time. Oh, a different time. Uh, I mean, but to, <laughs> to be slightly <laughs> fair to him, he she bites a chunk out of him. Like, so there are teeth marks. he's like, trying to date rape her or date drug her. I'm not... <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not qualifying to date raping. <laughs> which actually, I've they, heard they some people rape. talk they about. Yeah, they rape. weren't going to yeah. rape. Which does not make this any better. I Please mean, don't rope your people. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, just to qualify, they weren't. They were going to do something of they were, like they were going to leave them in an abandoned mill. No, they oh, no, left wait. them in the woods. In the woods, sorry. In the woods. In abandoned Twenty mill's future. minutes away from yeah. any from their homes. Seems yeah. totally worth the roofie charges that you. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, well back then guys didn't get in trouble, which they didn't. That's is true. What yeah. That's true. Comes out. She hits on her table. Uh, sorry, uh, she hits her table on her head. <laughs> <laughs> on the way down from him, clocking her, cracks her skull wide open. He's freaking out. Doesn't know what to do. We see him look at a trunk that's just down there in the basement of the school. He puts for his head on her chest for us to listen. That's true. <laughs> that's true. And says sorry. Yeah, his friend comes to check, and he's stuffed her in the trunk already. He says he can't find her. So uh, that's uh, that's our setup for an urban legend. And he's doing a weird thing with his hand when he turns around. He's like, well, because he's hiding like- his uh, bite marks, so his friend that's doesn't see exactly. him. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I was like, is he okay. chunk? Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. We never see that in the future. You think that that would be the reveal? Is you see the scar of the bite mark mm-hmm. on his hand in the future? No. No. Spoilers. <laughs> doesn't happen. Here's a big problem for me is and I'm, i can reiterate this definitely from not reiterate back this up from uh watching the making of and listen to the director a little bit they were really wanted you because urban legend one we got a real life killer urban legends two real life killer and it's all a whodunit this one you said it last week alex oh maybe they'll go to ghost route with this one maybe they won't they definitely are trying to play it in this film that you're meant to think oh it's a real life killer however because we have this opening scene which clearly sets up ghost lady and then throughout the rest of the film, we're going to literally have our lead actress see Ghost Lady and then mm. other people see her. How much of this film did you really spend thinking, oh, it's actually going to be Coach or the father or one of the jocks or... Oh, none. But they were the people killing the kids. Yeah, none at the time. No. I just thought yeah, that none. there would be a reveal as to one of the adults who did being, it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah. not necessarily meaning that he's the killer of these kids because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they, they definitely were trying to make you think oh it's going to be like the other urban legend films really yes yeah no and is that why the brother was like oh i think she's the the hippie lady is the killer yeah exactly yeah and then no they i did not want to think that and then like, she was a killer too because they literally show us in scenes mary mm-hmm. crawling out at people <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and the fact that it's called yeah. Bloody Mary, on the poster it has Ghost Mary, mm-hmm. the whole setup at the start. Mm-hmm. You know it's a ghost girl. Yeah, you know it's a ghost girl. Anyway, so that's a problem for me with this movie, because I think this but movie could have been more interesting. But there was like a who did it too, just as in who, who, who did their her. original killing. Which I had no doubt from the beginning. We're introduced here to Bill Owens running for governor, Kate Mara's stepfather, we're going to find out. Owens always wins. Yep. Through some forced exposition, we can learn that Kate Mara is part of the school paper and she embarrassed the, like, the jocks of the school. Well, I don't really know why. Just by posting a photo of them dressed as girls. And Somewhere saying that, that like, why do jocks get... Free pass, why do they like, get... Yeah, why do they get uh, school credit when mm. at, at um, whatever it's called, practice? Yeah. When all they're doing is just dressing up as girls and taking stupid photos. Yes. That's what happened. And commence pillow fight. Yeah, a lot of pillow fighting. I had to reveal to you guys about half an hour and this was directed by a woman, which mm. it doesn't feel like it was directed by That a bit that didn't. It felt like it was directed by a teenage boy. Yeah. I mean, to be clear, there's no nudity in this film, but there's just some weird, like, upskirts and weird, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, maybe she was doing that. I mean, she obviously was doing that on purpose. Yeah, maybe t- she was just trying to make it like a typical, you know, that's what like, horror movies have. So, yeah, there were bits in it for, for me where, it, yeah, it felt like that kind of almost like an 80s B movie. Yeah. Horror. 
Not completely. And slasher. I've seen female directed slasher movies before where they've said, yeah, we dress like that's how we would actually dress. Like we would actually, you know, walk around like this. So that's how I want to show it. We're just not shooting it the way a guy would shoot it where you pan from the boobs up yeah, to you or yeah. whatever. And I mean, Christina did confirm pillow fights. Pillow fights confirm. Yeah, all the time. There you go. Up until now, right? Well, I'm sure if you got the right group of girls together, it'd happen again. Why yeah, you not? Get on it, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> you can have your own, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys should have one right after this. There's All a big right. bed in there, I saw. We'll do it. <laughs> we it's gotta, fun. We gotta go, guys. Finish this podcast. Yeah, so they're talking urban legends as you'll want to do in an urban legend movie, and Mara brings up a Bloody Mary. Um, which is fucking weird because one of them's just told this opening sequence that we've seen about yeah. Mary dying and then the other one doesn't know that so brings up Bloody Mary to which then the one who just told the story about Mary doesn't know who Bloody Mary is and then once she talks about Bloody Mary the one who says I didn't know who Bloody Mary is says oh I've heard that Bloody Mary like yeah, it, yeah, wasn't, that was it, so... it was a very confusing conversation it wasn't yeah. the point of that was I mean, I get the point Exposition. of it, but it just That's wasn't, it, it was, it was just confusing. very clumsy. Yes. It's very stupid. And then they just, yeah, pillow fight for about 10 minutes as the father's <laughs> sort of perving on them for a second. It's very strange. He stops his conversation with the, his wife. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. It's uh, <laughs> it's teenagers that. frolicking nearby. <laughs> we got a nod to Candyman. Then such great That's lines right. as real as your mother's new tits. Fuck you all. Oh, my God. Uh, so then they say Bloody Mary while they're lying, giggling, and their pillow-crazed days on the floor. I mean, but they immediately break the urban legend because mm-hmm. they say you have to say Bloody Mary into a mirror three times. With the lights off. With the lights off. And then she says it on the floor, looking up at the ceiling. With the lights on. With the lights on and says it, like, twice. Twice, I think, I think yeah. <laughs> and then we get the amazing cut, Al. Where it's oh. Bloody Mary, the back of her outside the house. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, before the brother came like, in. Yeah, it's just like, doom, and then it cuts back. No, it's insane. And it's, it doesn't even look like she actually got her to stand there. It's like, and it's so close. It doesn't even to be the same actress. Just put someone close to the camera. It's, what is that kind of cut called? Shit cut. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking terrible. It felt like a, like a student, student film yeah, cut. Yeah, they just know? were recording press pause and then put someone in front of the camera. I mean, at this point, I was like, okay, some of the writing's a little clunky and bad. But we've but seen it's, worse. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, we've seen worse. Yeah. Like, this is a possible film so far. Mm-hmm. And then it did that cut and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. No. But, I mean, it didn't do many of them. It didn't do many. Yeah, thank goodness. But at least it's going at this point. At a fair speed. Yeah, yeah. it no. is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we got then... This, I didn't get it was her brother to begin with, but her brother turns up, who's her twin brother. Twin brother, yeah. He's really smarmy when he turns up, and he's got his eyes on one of the girls' cleavage the whole time. Yeah. And then they don't, like, bring anything else to do. Like, I thought, okay, he's going to have a burgeoning relationship with this girl. Like, nothing. Just iron her up for a scene. They just um, say, how long was he masturbating out there? <laughs> doesn't take long. Um, <laughs> Says his sister. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always find these things really hard to judge in horror films because I don't have siblings. So it's like, I don't know, but I presume you wouldn't talk about your siblings in that way. But yeah, you'd be kind of grossed out about it. I don't know. Next morning, <laughs> this is maybe my favorite bit in any film ever. The girls just disappear. <laughs> so, like, the brother goes to check on them and then we get one shot of the mother walking into the room and they're not there. And then you, the camera, like is her POV of the sleeping bags mm. and then it just stays there we don't get her like running around the house going outside gradual escalation of panic and mm. you know us being on that ride with her finding the father ringing up the police no we just stay on that shot 
and then fade in and out over a course of hours and maybe days i don't yeah. know as in the worst dialogue the worst most apathetic acting i think i've ever seen just parents and the brother just like lying around talking yeah. to the police just going eating sandwiches <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like, it's i couldn't believe it. we had to rewind that one as well because i was i was in disbelief it was hilarious <laughs> it was hilarious crazy so yeah they're gone what happens the sheriff is wearing a badge for governor father man which i thought as well that's going to play off later no oh yeah <laughs> nothing oh, well yeah. is it because right. you know he is has has an in with the cops sure but then know? i thought he would turn out to be one of the kids who was a part of it all to yeah with. i know they yeah. could have tied it in a lot which more clearly he was meant to be yeah because that was the thing like as we progress through this film the audience is sort of gradually told which adult is who from the past yeah but at no point do we ever see the adults interacting or being connected to each other no that would show that they also knew each other yeah from which the we really needed yeah anyway <laughs> here we go this is what we've got at school the girls are still missing the jocks are looking all guilty as they clearly pulled a prank on the girls and they haven't returned yet and they expected them to by now so we're getting okay we're getting a repetition of what happened in the first scene history repeats i think you said mid history then. does repeat <laughs> that's what the tagline should be on the movie i immediately have a huge problem here though because we're, we're meant to believe that kate mara is our lead with these two girls and then they're just immediately taken out of the equation. And we miss this entire journey of them even meeting these jocks. Yeah. It's just gone. We don't even see them see them. No matter them get drugged. Like, we should be with them through this journey. We shouldn't yeah. be with the parents of the house. We should be with the girls and then them coming back from the woods and all that stuff to be on the journey. Instead, they're immediately cutting us out of our protagonists. Yeah, I was a little confused at that point when the jock was upset. And, like, at first I was like, oh, wait, does he know them? But then, uh, yeah, he's kind of worried because he wor he's worried the prank is backfired but then yeah i think the only thing is when kate mara turns up later she says that they called us is that right yeah they just wanted to talk and like that's the only we, don't, we didn't see any of this yeah they show us so yeah. much stuff in the second half of this movie that's so dull and all i needed at the beginning was to see more of what actually happened yeah. to be on the journey because i have a real problem then getting on board with this character's journey for the rest of the film because you're not there for this inciting incident mm -hmm. and then you're actually left away from her for a lot of the first half of the movie like it's a very strange setup there's fucking helicopters circling us which is weirding me out right <laughs> there's a lot yeah it's it's pretty noisy right now anyway the girls do turn up again turns out they woke up in an abandoned old mill they had roofies in their blood but don't worry they weren't raped they probably did it to themselves for attention is what the sheriff <laughs> thank you sheriff thank you oh, again another wonderful yeah. sheriff Just a, it was a, in a horror it was a different movie. time <laughs> which will make sense if there was like a wink between him and the, or like something of like him and the coach even if they're trying to set up the coach so that we think he's in on it with yeah, the guy, yeah but they no. could have done so many more connections right and just yeah no it's just all, it's, it's all very weird so Katie Mara sees Mary staring at her she's going to start seeing Mary throughout the film now from now on she doesn't tell they, by the way they don't tell anyone about what happened out by the abandoned mill it's no. like much later with her brother she just says like oh yeah it was the jocks it's like why don't you tell someone yeah what is why didn't you tell the cops that or anybody. Or so weird. Yeah, she sees Mary in her closet. Yeah. And then there's a quick cut and Mary's like up next to her. Like oh, yeah. up next Just to leaning her, in. Leaning in, which bad me uh, laughing out you loud. You did laugh quite loudly. <laughs> which I can't blame you. So once Kate Mara's brother 
finds out that it was his jocks he goes to uh <laughs> to confront them in the showers oh yeah takes about a minute to wind up a punch so they completely miss <laughs> yes, yeah, this guy's head over buck's head which i love that he's called buck yeah but then, then we get some really classy acting from these three mm. jocks you yeah. got the stupid jock you got buck and then you've got like oh, what's the other guy's like weasley angry the tan guy yeah yeah, what's he? Oh, yeah, Buck's, sorry. Buck's the Weasley angry yeah, sort of Buck's beardy, Weasley angry Yeah, guy. with the sort then of goatee. Tan- the tanner tan guy. guy. Tanboy tan jock. And then just brick lump. Just really just, oh, wow. It's amazing he can move. Uh, <laughs> we spent, now we spent quite amount, a large amount of time with these jocks. Which yeah. seems really weird to do in one of these films. And, yeah, the tan jock decides to go to his towning saloon to see this girl he likes. He's got big boobs. And he but takes, his friends mock him when he's have, they're all watching him shower. Yeah. And say that he needs to get a tan, don't they? Like, jokingly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so weird. Um, he takes some pills, which I never understand what they are. I mean, are they steroids? Because he's a jock. But do you, are steroids wa- taken by pill or are oh, they injections? Like injection. so, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Because then he also walks in and he's kind of like, yeah, like he's yeah, a little, acting maybe a little it's like a Xanax or something or a painkiller to kind yeah. of like. Oh, hang on. Are they meant to legitimize? How he does no because he does struggle. He tries to get out of that thing, doesn't he? I was like, he yeah, does. Yeah, he tries to anything, get out I? and he tries to scream. Well, he does scream. So I mean, we get. Oh, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Christina, you oh right? my god, yeah, I crossed my knee, but then I hit that spot again oh, on the be top. Do you need some oh my god, this is like the most dangerous table. Just scoot out. Uh, do you need some Monica? No, no, I'm fine. All I'm right. fine. It was just like I hit it again. We are not sponsored by Monica. But it is fantastic. I thought you were just getting excited for this <laughs> next bit. <laughs> He's like, oh my god, his crotch. So we're gonna get beautiful, beautiful, just Hang like back and forth. Oh <laughs> just, just oh, like this a t- movie. <laughs> this movie's killing me, guys. <laughs> it's just he's got his sweaty thighs and his little little wife front things that on. Shot yeah, it's amazing. Of like through the yeah. bed, the tanning bed it was so strange which is how we through the fan i mean like <laughs> i thought like, okay this is kind of cool but then they just keep doing it the crotch like, and the yeah. foot and the thigh and the hair and the yeah. bulge <laughs> well and this is how we know that those pills weren't <laughs> and for something slight, else because, slight yes. slight parting of the of the legs oh yeah she spent a while getting him in just the right <laughs> position the hawaii music is playing the girl on the on the front desk is just in, just insanely but purposely annoying at least yeah, I mean, we've seen tanning deathbed scenes just phew, so many, so many horror films. So it's been done a billion times. And here, it's kind of stupid. It's not the greatest. I mean, the it's only the second time up. I've seen it. Temperature goes up and up and up. He gets panicky. She goes in. Toasty. Super toasty. Which Christina one. panics and looks at us. Can that <laughs> I mean, can, that can't really happen, can it? No, it can. It can? Yeah. Literally, you burn. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. No way. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Kill one. Crotch no, boy. it's impossible. Toasty. Nothing's it impossible. It has to be impossible. It's very limiting of you, Christina, to think that anything's impossible I in this world of possibilities. I guess if there is a ghost that's controlling the machine, then I guess anything could be possible. And a ghost possible? Yes. Then it's then it's possible. Okay. Right. What go. if the reveal <laughs> of him being burnt to a crisp was the same crotch shot? And then you just saw his bulge just kind of like crumble off. <laughs> <laughs> then it would have made a nice theme of penis deaths. And yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. Like. And then you know it's a female director. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, 
Yeah, so he's dead. We're at a funeral. Kate decides uh, to stalk some guy who's going to Mary's grave. We're going to find out later it's the coach. I haven't identified as him at this point. Hmm. And he's going to be the guy they're really going to point the finger at. And as you've uh, discovered, Alex, through great detective work. Thank you. Do you want to reveal? Yes, his name is Don Shanks, who we spoke about in our I'll Always Know What You Did last summer. Because he played uh, Ben Willis in that one. But he also played Michael Myers. Halloween 5. In Halloween 5. So, as soon as we see him here, I guess that's one of the reasons, well, if you're a proper horror fan, which you shouldn't... I recognize his face, but I didn't put that together. Because uh, normally he's under a mask or something. But yeah, then you would think this could be the killer, wouldn't you? Because... And, and he's in a kind of... Almost a slicker for a bunch of this movie as yeah. well. So, <laughs> definitely a weird kind of callback. So, it turns out the bitchy girl who was going out with Buck... Or, no, going out with Tamboy, wasn't she? Which no, one was she going no, out no, 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 going she... out with a guy with, like, the red eyeliner. Buck. Buck. The okay. abuser. Okay. Yeah. She apparently used to be friends with Kate Mara. There's a terrible scene with Kate just, like, walking around with her books, just, like, from room to room. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. Just, like, doing little laps. And then, and then Kate's like, oh, this dialogue's like it's from a TV movie. And you're like, what are you... Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Why are you calling that out? Mm. <laughs> Which I think makes them... Makes the yeah, because what does she say? The blonde girl says something and she's like, "That's don't say that. It sounds like it's from a TV movie, yeah. right? Something sweet, I think. Or something, something yeah. She tried to like, I don't know, be sincere, but it just sounded fake. So yeah. she's just like... Which, yeah, I think they think then they're doing a Kevin Williamson thing by like being that postmodern and referencing themselves. But it's 2005. It's been 10 years since that was cool, if it ever was cool. Yeah, it felt and pretty... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not They're not, the rest good. of the writing is not good enough to make that work. <laughs> yeah. So now we get Bitchy Girl's death. She goes to sleep and a CGI spider crawls out of a doll. And then we cut to her waking up in the morning, legs spread, nice upskirt that we're getting for because how everybody sleeps in mm. bed. Takes off a bra, which seems completely... There's no boob shot even, so it's not even for a gratuitous boob shot. There's like nothing. She just takes off a bra and puts on another bra. Yeah. Or takes no, it takes off the, her, her nighty that yeah, yeah, yeah. she was wearing, it's, it's, and, and puts on her little uh, high heeled slippers and goes to the bathroom. Takes off her nighty, puts on her bra. That's how it happened, Al. And then we get, <laughs> then we get the spider scene, which is pretty fucking crazy. It's oh, really yeah. gross. Even though it was uh, so obviously CGI'd, it was still pretty disgusting. So she gets like a sort of spot on her face. It's the spider urban legend. She scratches at it. All these spiders start pouring out. And they're not like little ones. These are big. These are yeah, not even spiders. Yeah, ones. Which is insane. Yeah, they're all CGI. Then she starts doing that stupid thing they do in movies where you open your mouth and the spiders keep crawling in. You're like, yeah. just shut your mouth at least. Like, it doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense. Um, but she's screaming like crazy. And then she starts like, she, she falls into a mirror and the like huge shards of glass just like plant into her forehead like horns like horns yeah. yeah it's insane and then she pulls them out and her whole forehead comes off and then you got spiders and blood it's pretty disgusting everywhere she doesn't even like yeah pull them out as you as you think would be the natural way to do it she like stretch pulls them forward <laughs> so her forehead skin stretches for forward stop it okay stop and it. then rip, eventually rips off revealing yeah more, more spider well she's babies. in a panic right like i mean if you had thousands of spiders pouring out of your body i don't know i'd just jump off the jump out of the window yeah you jump out of the window yeah yeah that's that's yeah. cool I mean, at least she is screaming properly, and Kate Mara hears her and comes running up to help her, and then gets there just as she's already dead. I mean, the death is actually itself is a Kill little too. limp. 
but the scene is insane. Yeah, it's insane, but then, yeah, it kind of has a bit of, yeah, a limp's a good word. Yeah, because she just sort of just goes, hmm. <laughs> uh, to which Alex then goes, ooh, that made my tummy feel a bit weird. <laughs> yep. We are just, uh, we're in the middle of lunch. <laughs> yeah, we were. <laughs> I do want to say um, in the making of they show obviously these are all CGI spiders I don't know if they use one just for reference but they f- had like a little pot with a, their orb weavers like like those garden ones you get which had the big fat backs to them there's an orb weaver spider and they had like one in a little jar and they I, there's a shot of them putting it like on her are they um, venomous? no 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 they just look pretty nasty interesting so I think they maybe just use one to get a reference for the CGI on how it should look with lighting and something on her face but yeah still the actress at least had to put one of the spiders on her face yeah Heather Spider-Man I called her kill two kill two off to another funeral it's pretty hilarious we just keep <laughs> cutting back to the funeral um, I just don't feel on this journey that's a problem because we've been like with the jocks we've been with the bitchy girl we're not really with Kate much at this point mm-hmm. and then Kate's friends just decide they're out of the film yeah that is so weird that she comes to class she sits next to them and then they look at each other and then they get up and move so and but it doesn't explain why they're upset with her or why they don't want to be friends with her no um and then they talk to her for a second later on and even then doesn't have isn't there's no explanation of why Mm. they did that i thought maybe it was like oh they were upset that she published that article about the jocks and that's and that led to them being yeah so they blame her because it led to them being kidnapped and roofied but no yeah we need some dialogue then to give Mm -hmm, that a little bit because no like i'm thinking these three are going to be elites and then we've been away from them for ages and then we finally get back to kate and these other two are like bye we're (laughs) out of here we've got other films to make she's still seeing mary you know all around school and stuff and getting haunted by her and then she spots coach guy uh, the father of Jock Buck. Thank you. Buck at the cemetery. Sorry, how? Oh, no, 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 no. What? Yeah. What? 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 I got this all over the place now. <laughs> Coach guy at the cemetery is listening to the remaining Jock's plan to use the gas canisters. So he's not at the cemetery. Sorry, no, he's no, at no, the no. Um, he's in the yeah. in the what locker rooms? Because she does see him at cemetery as well. But is that later? Does she? No, oh, she, she no, saw him at the cemetery yeah. when uh, f- the first funeral when he puts a rose on Mary's grave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then again, he's listening to the Jocks talk about what they're going to do with yeah, the gas. Yeah, they're going to use gas canisters. Mm-hmm. Which what? So basically he's listening to his son That jock is his son though Sure but what are they going to use gas canisters We don't know blame, we never find they out They blame the Owens Because remember that was the bit we yeah. were laughing yeah. at Because he was what? like whose fault is this And a uh, dumb jock goes Owens Yeah because yeah, they were both there for the deaths <laughs> Which But one they of were the really ones? literally only there for one death Yes that's right. one of them yeah. was not They blamed the Owens for being there for both deaths And no one was there for that For, yeah. the, for the first death Other than Big Boo Girl. Girl That's it But Owens <laughs> <laughs> What no, But practically what are they going to do with gas canisters I don't And what kind of gas are we talking uh, I, <laughs> I envisioned that they were going to like I don't know like their house on fire Like what else do you do <laughs> what? What? I guess so it's What insane. else would you yeah, do What gas were they getting I don't know It's very confusing Anyway I feel like they just let the actors make up something <laughs> Yeah anyways we never find out so stupid jock he's driving he nearly hits the ghost of mary in the road gets a little more (laughs) takes out some more brewskis from his little crate in the back of his car and then decides you know what need to take a piss perfect timing so he goes and then is peeing near an electric fence which has a warning and then decides to test it and then throwing the beer on it yeah and then goes yeah i'll just pee on that you could totally just not pee on the electric fence 
fight. But he's a man who got pee on everything. Yeah, he got I got pee on that Owens. When he says don't pee on that, I got to pee on it. And you know what's funny after that is that, <laughs> is that we your see. Of a man? I don't know. <laughs> we see a hand, or presumably Mary's hand. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, turn it Mary's back hand. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate when you have in like supernatural. Yes. Moments like this, when you have a like a supernatural entity physically, yeah, just turning on switches, <laughs> yeah. just doing mechanical work. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> we should point out each time she's doing a kill. I do like this touch, like the music from the prom. It's playing. Oh yeah, yeah comes that's back. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Which is nice. I believe stolen from this other film. We're gonna name check at the end, but anyway, it's nice. <laughs> the Power <I> surge. <laughs> he ties. Kill three. And then we cut straight to the coroners taking him away to one of them quote saying, Holy shit, this guy's dick is smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Professional. Which, this film would be amazing if all the dialogue was like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then someone's taking his ring finger off and one of them's like, Oh, maybe it's like in that urban legend when you find it in a bottle, because they're presuming we don't know about this urban legend. So everyone is just likes talking about urban legends. Mm-hmm. Like if someone's fingers missing, you don't think, oh, it's probably that urban yeah. legend. <laughs> As a coroner, you're probably just like, no, his finger's gone. Yeah, I would have loved. He says this smoking dick line, and he says the finger urban legend. I would have loved if the sheriff said, "You are the most unprofessional. <laughs> you're fired. Like <laughs> you're out of here. <laughs> Clean your desk. <laughs> yeah. What are you fucking talking about? So now we see what. So when Kate Mara was with her bitchy friend about half an hour ago, she was given an envelope. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, it was yes, in there. Yes, a bloody in the book. envelope. Yeah, in the book, which we never see her open. And now, way no. later. We're suddenly going to have her show it to her brother. And there's all these clippings in there to do with Mary, what happened, how it's the same as what happened to her and her friends now, how saying like Mary's not at rest. Then we get a clipping about the second Urban Legends film that clearly was just like, clearly this was a, a script, a spec script. Yeah. And they just shoved Urban Legends into this, <laughs> like 100%. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, you know what, we'll put some extra clippings, we'll put the other movies in there. It's, it's so fucking weird that we're not with her on the journey of when she gets an envelope and opens it. Yeah, I mean, I do remember her friend giving her, her the books. And I was like, why is she even bringing her her homework? Because they're not even really friends anymore. And she said, make sure you look at the history book. Or yeah. Make sure you check your history And then history you see her homework. look at it, but then she doesn't yeah. open it. And I remember in that yeah. scene being like, why isn't she opening this? Yeah. But apparently she did. She doesn't, we're not in that journey. Yeah, we're and not, then she yeah. waits ages to tell anyone or do anything about it. Fucking weird, it really is. Which again, even with editing, you could sort it out. Just have this scene way earlier, like straight away after that scene, and then do these deaths later. It's like, yeah. But they go to school to use the dial-up connection because he's like, "Shall we ring around and try and find out what really happened?" She's like, "Fucking idiot!" Dial-up, baby. Dial-up, two thousand five. <laughs> Let's go to the library. So they see on the what do you call those things? The um, photo clin- photo cinch. Whatever those machines are where you can search through all the newspaper clippings. Oh, I gotta go on Film, bomb. film. I literally just had to write it for a project I was doing. I had to look, research them. God damn it. Anyway, those great machines. Well, like one of those, it's like a slide projector thing. Yeah, it takes like uh, film, tiny celluloid yeah. film, photos of each newspaper thing ever, and it's how they document all yeah. of them, and then you can go through them and search. And they use some always in horror films. One of those things, yeah. Mm-hmm. They do use some yep. always. They see the clipping about Mary Banning was the same as what happened to Kate and her friends. And they decide, you know what? Let's find those other two girls. The hippie girl and the girl that I don't remember existing. Which really is lucky because I was dead from a gunshot wound. So, yep, she didn't matter. She killed herself. She did. She did. The guilt. 
Maybe. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. Maybe it was the coach. Because why would the coach? Why wouldn't the coach kill hippie? No, no, he didn't. But that's what the film's trying to make us feel. Because then he then he turns up and starts looking at their search history. That's right. Some dialogue would oh, take yeah, him a yeah, while yeah. to reload. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and then they're having a bit of an argument and her brother doesn't believe about the ghost. He's like, they're either accidents or there's a killer out there. There's no ghost. No, there's a ghost. Yeah, there's a ghost. We Definitely. know. We've seen the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> we all know. <laughs> so they go to the remaining lady. It is the hippie, hippie lady who they clearly, clearly wanted to be Loretta Devine. <laughs> Reese. Um, <laughs> which would have made Christina so happy. Because they do mention later Foxy Brown, they, which uh, is her oh favorite God, film. Oh my God, yeah, what the hell? They're 100% approached Loretta Devine well, at some it, point. It couldn't have been Reese. Well, it could have been Reese. Because they would have then... They never talked about her high school years. Because they would have just... <laughs> again, this is a spec script. So they would have taken that character that would have been there, tailored it for Loretta Devine, offered it to her. She said no, and then they get someone else. And they would have tried to like make it so that, oh, since the first urban legend, she had already been involved with this thing with Mary. And that was like part of like Scream 3, where it's like, let's try and tie yeah, all of them yeah. into a bigger mythos or some bullshit. Yep. It should have um, been Reese. God damn it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> wasn't. I am actually prefer this actress. So I'm <laughs> no, I'm on Reese. <laughs> Yeah, so to go to chat to her, she's just like high all the time, doing all these paintings of the killings from all the movies. All I think. the movies. Which, yeah. yeah, well, it's definitely the second one. Not sure if we see anything of the first one, but they're definitely implying mm. all the movies. Yeah, she's not very. She doesn't want to like tell them very much, but then she does say to Mary, "You know, you kids know that nothing ever dies, don't you?" Like, no. <laughs> That's. All right. It turns out Mary is killing the children of the guys who killed her. Nightmare on Elm Street, baby. Would you like a Dublin Dr. Pepper? You help yourself, Christina. Don't worry about it. You just stop the show, pull up a stool, <laughs> crack open a little Dublin Dr. Pepper. <laughs> the popcorn got to me. Do you know what's funny about Dublin Dr. Pepper? What is, what is this? I've never seen this before. Oh, it's, they used to only make them... Do you, you haven't had that one before? No, should I not have it? Is it rare? No, 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 no. Well, I mean, it is, but it's fine. You can oh, have that's one. okay. No, no, we bought loads no. and we can't get through them because people oh, aren't really? drinking. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people used to come and visit and now they don't. Uh, <laughs> I want to see it. So can these ones. Uh, with your teeth? Urban legend. So when I first met Katie, she was obsessed with these because they're really hard to get hold of. They're only made in one town in Texas called Dublin. <laughs> uh, not in Ireland. Not that one. Try it. You try it first. Um, and they're made specifically with like, yeah, no, not the normal sugars, not the normal mm. additives and shit. So they're like the best version of Dr. Pepper. Really? Oh my God. Are they delicious? They're yeah, pretty it's great. delicious. Well, where did you buy it from? Well, we were in Texas and we drove hours out of our way to go to Dublin to go to this manufacturer. Oh yeah, I remember to buy this story. We, bought ca- we went to buy cases and guess what? The whole factory shut down <laughs> because Dublin, like, like Dr. Pepper separated and then tried to sue them. And then there was a whole crazy thing that happened. But then I managed to find them at, I think, actually, like, not the place you were just talking about. At Eddie World? Not Eddie World, but somewhere like that. One of those big, crazy ones in the desert where they just have, like, everything. And I managed to find a whole bunch. So I bought loads for Katie. Oh, wow. But I bought too many because I got too excited after our journey. I bought her cases of it and we haven't been able to get through it. It's good though, right? It's delicious. You want more? No, I'm good. Wow. This has been your Dr. Pepper podcast. There you go. We not are not sponsored. sponsored by Dr. Where were we then? Oh, we were talking about Reese. Talking about Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. What? <laughs> Killing the kids yeah. of the parents' crime. Yeah. Why? For starters, my problem with these things is always kill the parents too. Yeah. Because they did the crime. Yeah. You know, I had that same problem with Freddy. And why start now? I don't know. 
Why wait? Is it because she said Bloody Mary twice while after a pillow no, fight? No, it's because they wanted to kill the children of the parents because they wanted it because he took her youth away. So he, she wanted to take their youth away. Okay. Because if she killed the parents, now. So she was just waiting until they're, they're old. Age. Their youth is already gone. I know. Mary? Why couldn't she do it? What when the guys were younger? No, no, no babies would have been easy. Yeah. Could have. No, not the kids, but like the adults. <laughs> but maybe she wasn't able to do that because <laughs> so she wasn't released time. from the Bloody Mary. <laughs> when they're too young to fight back. Yeah, <laughs> it's easier. But it I mean, she did sense. appear to Hippie Lady. So well, why I, didn't she tell Hippie Lady where she was? And she, no, I don't. It makes no sense. And she appeared immediately when they say Bloody Mary twice. Like mm. that second, just appears outside the house. Don't understand. Yeah. It's all falling apart. Turns out that Grace was the one who sent these clippings to Heather, and the pictures have the spiders in it, which no one else saw. So how did she know? Spooky. And then there's a picture of what happened to Roger, and I love this bitch. Like it's a girl, but it's what happened to Roger. Why is it a girl in the picture? Did they Wait, rewrite that scene? What are you talking about? There's a bit where she's like in the car, and her brother's given her the pictures he's stolen from who's meant to be Loretta Devine, the hippie yeah. girl. Oh. And he's like, look, and there's one with the oh, spiders. Yeah. She's just like, oh my in god, only booth. I saw the spiders. And then there's another one, Tanny Booth, and she literally says out loud, "Well, this picture's of a girl, but it's what happened to Roger." Yeah. Why is it a girl? Did the artist for the film get the wrong brief and it turned up on set? And then like, oh shit, <laughs> they did the wrong gender. Maybe. And then to like, just go with it. Just say, oh yeah, it is a girl, but. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Kate Mara though, wearing the jacket from the first film pretty much. Yeah, that was a cool spot. Yeah, Al. good job, Al. Good little Easter egg. It's not my first time seeing a jacket. Turns out Buck knows that his dad did what he did to Mary, but he doesn't think he killed her, right? Like, they, he thinks that they roofied her, but then she disappeared. So, he doesn't know his dad's a murderer, or not, well, he isn't actually, but he doesn't know what happened to the murder, but he knows, so, like, they were involved. He knows that they did the prank. Did the old prankster. Yeah. I thought, you know what, it but went then, well for my dad. And at this so point, let's, we're let's thinking that. that his dad was the boy that punched her. Well, that's what you meant, I think, for yeah. sure. Yeah, but it's, it, it is confusing because it's like, if it were the coach, then why? And the coach is like putting a rose on Mary's grave, mm -hmm. obviously feels bad. Yeah. Why would he tell his son about like, oh, well, these girls are like no, fucking around with you. Yeah. Well, you know what we did when we were kids <laughs> no and so well those girls us. weren't yeah. paying attention to us. We roofied them. Yeah. One of them disappeared, but. Yeah, but hey, that always happens with the, yeah. Rule, yeah. the rule of roofies. But that's what you should do, you know? <laughs> no, it makes no sense. It doesn't make sense that he shows, like, remorse, but then he, like, encourages his child to do the same. Do you know what also doesn't does make sense? Does not connect to what? That Buck likes to relax by hiring a cheap motel room and watching blurry pornos while letting a dog lick his hand and eat snacks. <laughs> You spit Sorry. all over me, Alex. <laughs> Sorry, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you want to see him. Do you know how easy it would have been to start the scene with him, like, finishing having sex with someone, and then they leave, and then he's just hanging out at the hotel? Yeah. But no, as far as we're concerned, what he does is hang out at a motel, let dogs lick his hand, watch pornos. <laughs> Yep. He spends money. Grainy corners. He spends money to do this. <laughs> so. <laughs> fucking weird film. I found the trivia bit on that porno. Yeah. Which is that that sketchy blurred footage is a sex scene from Urban Legends 2. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Which sex scene in Urban Legends? The dream sex oh, scene. Oh, the terrible sex <laughs> scene. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. oh, that we makes should rewatch that. Just that scene? No, we mm -hmm. didn't need to. 
If people can hear weird noises around us, by the way, it's because I'm moving house soon and people are here to like clean out the entire yeah. parameter of our house. <laughs> and they're just like banging around. No, it, we should watch the the hotel room. Ah, okay. To see if we could oh, actually we could see it. Yeah. I did notice a butt and I was like, yeah. that's a weird. Oh. <laughs> we know whose butt that is. Oh, I know whose butt it is. Yeah, so he goes, we're trying to, here we get in a Final Destination scene, which I guess, can you check when Final Destination 1 was in 2000, I think, wasn't it? So yeah, we'd be well into the sequels by this point. Had Final Destination 3 come out by this point? That's what I want to know, Alex. He's on it. Look at that man on the computer. Final Destination 3 came out in 2006. Well, just after. So they do a sunbed scene that's far superior to this. Anyway. We're trying to figure out in Final Destination Star, how is he going to die? Which urban legend? Which is really how these films should be. Play with all the urban legends. Which one are they going to die with? He goes to the vending machine. The, his snack doesn't come out. He really needs his snack. Yeah. So, uh, falls on him. He gets out. He gets away. Heads back to the hotel room. We're thinking that urban legend is going to happen. Doesn't happen. Lots of munchies though. He's got all of the, all of the snacks with him now. He's got a dog that's called Chewy. Ah, uh, yeah. Excellent name choice. Alex immediately giving a recommend to this movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, dogs making smells. Don't I don't appreciate it. Yeah, Patty Chewy Christina fart. thinks that's cute. Oh, it was so cute. Doggy farts are the cutest farts. No. no. <laughs> Did you see that face that the dog made after he farted? Well, A, he didn't. Aww. It's just some sound designers were just putting Daddy. some sh- fucking terrible things over that. <laughs> made me very upset. Um, and then, so he's drinking from this bottle that he got from the soda machine and the fingers in the bottle, like the urban legend. So I'm like, oh, it's going to be that urban legend that happens, which I don't know the end of that urban legend. Was he doing anything from the soda machine or was it like a, like a malt liquor kind of? Oh, was it? Yeah, okay. I thought it was, he was like boozing. Okay, but he's drinking the fingers in there. A, how it got in there, who knows? B, I don't know the end of that urban legend, so I don't know what I'm meant to be scared of. Be like, okay, it's not the vending machine. It's going to be the finger one. But then he just falls asleep. Yeah, what is the finger urban legend? Is it the... I know it is the fingers in the in the drink, but I don't know what the outcome is. Just, yeah, oh, they does it kill you or is it just gross? It's just a uh, finger. Mm. <laughs> 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 and then he wakes up, his dog's dead. There's a painted, like much like Urban Legends Final Cut, like the scene they were filming in it. Are we getting it for real? And then it says, people can lick too. <laughs> I think the prop dog in the in urban legends 2 fake film looked better than yes. the yeah, dog this one looked this really film. plasticky <laughs> it, oh it did look really fake thank it god because so i didn't want to see it look real but then the <laughs> mary when she attacks him <laughs> from under the bed she gets the bottle and shows him the finger it's yes. like makes it so obvious like well we didn't see this before but now you're gonna yeah. see it it's so stupid yeah. it's like oh by the way in case you didn't see <laughs> That's like, the finger. Yeah. What? And you can feel the writer getting to the point where it's like, okay, he's going to sleep. So he's drinking from it, the fingers in it. And then he would look at it, he'd freak out. And I'd be, oh, but what would happen next? Mm. You know, let's just have him go to sleep because we need the dog set up. That's going to be better. We're going to do that, Urban Legend. Yeah, yeah. And they're just trying to play from his Urban Legend. But then it means it's so fucking stupid because he obviously never sees the finger. So she had to show it to him, which makes his ghost really just not scary at all. When they're like, look, look at the hard work I did. And you didn't even notice. And by the way, What's that's not the even... What's outcome? What if and he yelled like, that's not even going to kill you. I'm going to kill you still. It's yeah. I'm going to smash this bottle over your head and then stab you with it. Stupid. But his father, he's a champion. So kill for he, he, boy. He goes back into school the next day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting consoled by a so teenage strange. girl. Why would, <laughs> if your son died... <laughs> Murdered. Are just like holding on to him, consoling him. Why would you go to school? It's so bizarre. So he, I guess he's not the killer. No. 
Can't be. Kate lets her twin go to visit Grace by himself at night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, whole... why would you even separate at this point? The whole film just turns very apathetic. It, it's just very much like... Because she's literally like there and he's like... She's like, oh, you probably shouldn't go. And he's like, no, I need to go. And he's like, all right. Call me. Call Shrug. me. Shrug. All right, call me. It's just... Uh, for some reason, though, Grace won't tell this kid the names of the people <laughs> who roofied them and is obviously pertinent to everything that's happening right yeah. now. She refuses till he says, you look like Foxy Brown. And it's like, all right, kid, let's have some sex and then I'll tell you the <laughs> yeah. names. She says, oh, if you want to know, just look at the pictures in the school archives. Which is like, no, stupid. Yeah. Mm. I done that ages ago. Why? Of course. Or just fucking tell me already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop putting me in danger's way. <laughs> Kate Mara's trunk begins to shake, and then she gets a flashback from that to that Mary's in the trunk in the basement, and that she woke up while in it after she had been thrown in it, yeah. and then couldn't get out, much like Sadako or Samara yeah. in The Ring. But not as scary as you said during the film. Not as scary, not, not even remotely as scary. And then you think she figures out, oh, now she knows where Mary is, but no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god she doesn't know but before we find out detective brother finds out that mary's date was their stepdad so we're getting the twist i guess but who didn't see that coming so now kate goes to ask grace well no we still don't know we don't know for sure we just yeah. see his reaction he reacts yeah and then he goes home 100 percent. because at this point the shadowy figure is still dressed like the coach yeah but we mm-hmm. come on you guys think it was the coach really no <laughs> no <laughs> but that's what they wanted us to think. Yeah, you're probably right. So Kate decides, you know what? Where I just apathetically let my brother go into harm's way and, and to see Grace. Now I'm going to go there. But to ask something different. To ask what Mary wants. And she just says, find her and bury her. Once again. Duh. Much like the ring. Now, whenever we cut back to their house, there's snow everywhere. I just want to point this out. That's true. And there's not really snow <laughs> many other places. Yeah, that's a good point. There's no snow at the school, right? No. Was there snow at the cemetery? <laughs> no. They just do, I think they just did like a day of pickups for exteriors on that house and it happened to snow because they're in Utah and they're like, fuck it. <laughs> People will never know. <laughs> it's insane. I also read, I was reading some reviews in this film and I, I read one that was actually fairly positive and the, one of the commenters on it was the second unit director and like camera operator for much of the film. To which I was just amazed that there was a second unit director. <laughs> 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 yeah, that is wild. <laughs> anyway, Detective Bro heads home. Kate rings and leaves a message, but at that exact moment, he's getting grabbed and killed by his stepdad. But we're meant to think, I guess, it's the coach. Yeah, kill five brother. But it's clearly not because before they've always shown the coach, and now they're not showing the killer, so it means it's definitely not the coach. Mm. Ugh. Grace says she can't go back to the school as she's freaked out, but then goes anyway. And then Kate breaks into college. Now again. They're really still trying to lay heavy here that she's been stalked by a real person, but we know there's a spooky ghost because we've seen it many times, so it just doesn't work. Uh, she finds the trunk, finds the body in the trunk, which was a bit of a surprise. Yeah, I thought it might be another twist, but no, they couldn't even be bothered to write another twist in. And then she carries it out. Carries it out, trips up the stairs, bones mm-hmm. go everywhere. Which it was not a bony No, it was corpse. like a mummified corpse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She picks up said bones. She thinks Grace is dead, but she's having a little snooze, I guess. Yeah, because she's super stoned. <laughs> like, really stoned. Yeah, they, they, they kept emphasizing that she was a hippie stoner. Fucking ridiculous. She grabs the van, 
drives uh, while being sort of chased off by foot and then rings up her dad to say she's going to the cemetery so if you weren't sure it was her dad yet you 100% know it is now because she's telling him where she's going and then her dad turns up smacks her with a shovel now I have to ask because he gets there and he's sort of saying to her who else knows and she's like nobody else knows does your mum know no nobody else knows mm-hmm. she's just not even she's not suspicious of her father at all no so just buried a fucking corpse what, why? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought he was going to do at first. I was like, just oh, try and get away do, with he's it. just going to, yeah, he's asked if anyone knows. She doesn't bury it. Done. Because you literally have a cell phone call going from her. We've seen from Scream that even in 95 or 96, you can trace cell phone calls. It just mm. takes a while. By 2005, I'm pretty sure she's rung him. They're going to know that just before she died, she rang him and told him where she was. Yeah. So just, she's not suspicious. Just let her leave. I don't understand. Anyway, decides not going to kill her. But the hippie is still alive. I Let me just say, uh, <laughs> sorry to interrupt, but this whole ending dragged out f- much longer than how quickly you're getting through it. Oh, the whole film dragged out much longer. Than- <laughs> I just want to our listeners to know uh, in case they... Uh, have listened to this before going to watch this film. To be clear, when we started watching this film, us three were like pausing it, we were laughing at it quite a lot. Mm. It was a fun, it was fairly fun to watch it the was three really of fun us in together. The yeah. mm-hmm. Admittedly, we had some food halfway through while we were watching it, which may have like created some like, extra lethargy. Yeah. <laughs> but this movie has a lot of lethargy baked in. Yeah. <laughs> and you could feel by the end of this film, the energy had all <laughs> left us over only 89 minutes or whatever it is. It just exited the room. You call me dozing? You let me. You were starting you, to doze you at let the end. me. Uh, you let me get. I pass. wanted to lay down so bad. Mm. I was stuck in the chair. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Without a footrest. <laughs> yeah, we often... <sighs> Ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, Hippie's still alive. I've written down, oh, wow, this film. I also haven't pointed out any point. The music is phenomenally bad in this movie. Mm. Like, just... I mean, the, the song that plays is kind of fun, but the actual score is... Yeah. And then we get a father looking for her across his graveyard saying, wonderful lines. Like, I'm sorry I hit you. I have a problem with anger management, but I'm okay now. Mm. As I'm holding the shovel. Not even in a kind of, Ready oh, to strike. I'm crazy way. Yeah. Just in a very, like, dad kind of way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking, it's fucked up. So he's about to kill Kate when the music suddenly kicks in and Mary appears, but she's not in a zombie mode. She's in, like, young, normal Mary look. She gives him, she gives him a little kissy kissy. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if I've ever seen it. I was not prepared and I have seen this film once before but like 10 years ago I couldn't remember anything was not prepared for the CGI haze of what looks like all of space <laughs> collapsing in on top of them mm. as they fall into the grave and I kept like looking at two of you because I wondered if you were asleep Alex because I heard no proclamations <laughs> but you weren't I don't know if you were asleep behind the eyes. But your <laughs> I, must eyes I must have been gone. <laughs> Disappeared down that hole. Because you two were like just looking at it in this sort of numb daze. And I was in shock. I couldn't believe what was happening oh, on screen. I was, nothing could have prepared me. Not only was it a just insane idea, but it looks abysmal. <laughs> to the yep. point where I kind of want to show everybody that one thing. <laughs> Yeah, I was feeling I was feeling pretty worn out by that point. Did you remember that bit though? Did you notice it? You didn't notice it? What do you mean? I think I was dozing off. No, <laughs> you must have been. Hang on, I'm gonna try and get it playing while while I finish while just I wrap this like up. Rocks everywhere. It's insane. Swirling. Oh wait, no, I did see that bit. Yeah, I Dude, it goes on for ages. Yeah, yeah. It goes on for absolutely yeah. <laughs> ages. I do remember that bit. 
I dozed off right after that. <laughs> fucking yellow fuck this shit. I'm out. Anyway, next day, Grace and Kate are still alive because <laughs> apparently the black ladies in these movies never die, which makes a change, I guess. But also, I'm realistic from considering the situations they're put in. And then she just says, I guess this will all just be another ghost story. While smiling. While her brother, her brother just, just died. died. Yeah, that was so bizarre. That's why I was like, did her brother really die? But I guess he did. And yeah. she knew about it because her dad yeah, oh yeah, just told her. Everyone's dead. Your twin just died. And then a hippie and then turns to him and says, don't get that. you're the urban legend now. <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> so you go. weird. We're watching the ending. Look at this. <laughs> I do remember this. It's insanity. I did watch this. And yes, I guess I was expressionless. Oh, this top? Oh, man, it goes on for like two minutes. <laughs> they cut it short. It just goes to black. That's the best thing ever. Anyway, yeah, we get a terrible line. You're the urban legend now, which clearly again was added in from a spec script. And then we get a news report where the cameraman can't even stay on the news reporter. He's like, <laughs> like drifting off to the right. Did you know? It's like listing of what really happened to Mary uh, and at least getting the news out. This is how she really died. And then we could just go to credits on the really sleepy song. But also, where is her mom? I mean, if, if they live that close to the cemetery where the dad could just appear in a minute, then know. why isn't the mom there? I mean, many questions, many questions. <laughs> okay, here's a question for you. Yeah. Does something happen at the end of the credit? No. Someone's posted on YouTube, Urban Legends, Bloody Mary, end credits. Maybe it's just the end credits. It is just the end credits. I thought there might be like a scene or something. <laughs> no, so you know who to blame. <laughs> <laughs> that is it, guys. That is the last one we're doing. And I know Thank Urban Legend you did goodness. last summer. Next week, we are, of course, going to be getting to all of our fun wrap-ups and rankings and all of that shit. But until then, we're not going to talk about. I want to know how we feel about this movie. <laughs> no, yeah, fuck it. Who cares? Uh, Christina, how did you feel about Bloody Mary? Nah, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't good. I didn't mind the two leads, the sister and the twin brother. I kind of liked their relationship. I felt like they were brother and sister. They weren't annoying in any way. That. I don't know. I didn't mind following them around, I guess. I liked the beginning. Yeah, it just uh, kind of died down for me towards, you know, the middle to the end. It was okay. It was fine. 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 Just fine. Just fine? Yeah. Okay. Did you see the CGR box? <laughs> I just... Get it up again, Alex. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It was just fine. It's okay. Oh I mean, God. you've made me watch a lot worse, so... Uh, to be clear once more, <laughs> I never make you watch anything. <laughs> you opt into pain. What have you seen as worse? What if we watch this worse? Hmm. We'll get to that on the wrap up. Potentially, rap, I'll always rap, know. Rap Anything up. from Romero that was worse than this? No. I mean, that's just so different. You can't compare. There's just like different types of films, different so you can't compare at all. It's true. Alex. Mm. Hello. Yeah, so coming into this, because it was a straight-to-DVD, I was very nervous because of the last straight-to-DVD film we watched, which was I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer. That's the movie that I wasn't going to say, but now well, that I'm not you say, say it. I'm not going to say where I rank them, but <laughs> just as a comparison to them being both straight-to-DVD, I felt a little mm-hmm. tentative and nervous about coming into this, especially also seeing the poster and the font in the poster and then whatever. Yeah, I thought this was going to be worse than the last one, but I'm not so sure. Yeah, yeah, me too. I feel that's kind of how I feel. I liked, I actually liked the opening. I felt in comparing it again to I, I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer, this one felt like there were competent people making the film that knew how to operate a camera at least. Yeah, it was, 
it was okay. I feel the sort of same as you, Christine. I didn't mind the brother and sister. I thought the writing was just really bad and, and very clumsy and... Not everything added up. Yeah, and I get that feeling like you were saying, Al, that it was potentially a spec script that that, that then had urban legends sort of like thrust upon it and, and maybe a team that was like, okay, where can we find those moments to to sort of ram it in? So some of those moments felt a little bit forced. But overall, it was it was fine. It did drag for too long and really... I mean, with a film like this, if it's if it's not great, yeah, you at least want it to be enjoyable and, and fun, especially when watching with your friends and you kind of want to have that energy which we had at the start, but mm-hmm. it, it, it really loses that very quickly. Don't eat. Don't eat. Maybe only <laughs> sugar. Well, but, yeah, but eat even, sugar. But even, eat sugar. even then, Always I feel sugar. like it, it loses... It loses its momentum because I think it's trying very hard to take itself seriously, well, very seriously, in this sort of weird kind of undecided feeling of, is it a slasher? Is it a supernatural horror? Is it a thriller? Like, I don't know, that it just didn't didn't kind of feel cohesive and like it worked. But at the same time, yeah, it was okay. I, I, I wasn't just like frustratingly annoyed at how bad it was. Yeah. I did actually I I mean I did also like how we saw the where the urban legend came from you know the origin of that Mm -hmm. which we haven't seen in any of the other ones so that was nice yeah it was nice yeah like I mean my memories of this film were that it was really bad but not like the worst thing Mm -hmm. but my memories of I'll Always Know Last Summer was that I enjoyed it and then when we watched it I was like holy shit Mm -hmm. so then coming back to this I was like as it started I was like yeah okay this is you know it's chopped like a TV movie for these days for those days but fine like yeah like you say it's definitely more competently made on a technical level than I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer is but just I can't I mean th- I think the criminal thing here is yeah it could have been interesting going with we're going to play it like it's the other urban legend films but then it's going to turn into a ghost story by the end I think that could actually be really cool they don't do that at all they botched that from the very beginning yeah. the script is awful the music's awful the pacing in the second half I think is criminal <laughs> and <laughs> and they just like they just drift away for so much of that first half which is better paced but we're not with our leads and so I'm really confused about who am I meant to be behind until you get to that second half like I yeah. just don't understand whose story we're following and I think that's really terrible so I'm really like I've got to figure it out for next week which one I like less because they both upset me in very different ways I feel like if you could take the stupid energy of I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer but with the sort of you know I'm hesitant to say professionalism but with the competency of of this film then maybe either of them could have been yeah. something you know quite enjoyable but they're both really bad sides of the same coin for me because you don't I mean Kate Murray in this doesn't even feel like a final girl because no. I mean is Bloody Mary even going after her but then no. is she kind of like an ally it's it's weird it's yeah I never the, really felt like she was endangered until yeah. the they don't really have the a sympathetic moment did something huh yeah they don't have like a, they need a sympathetic moment together where you mm-hmm. see they're definitely together in it and yeah she has to overcome something and she doesn't she doesn't mm-hmm. overcome things in this movie Mary Lou literally sorry Mary uh, saves her mm-hmm. yeah it's it's weird it's a fucking weird movie it, it really is, is we'll get to it next week because I've definitely got more I want to say about it but I want to do it in context to the other films so we'll get there okay I gotta say though 
what I was saying earlier is like this movie is very, very similar to a much better movie, in my opinion, uh, which came out in 1987, like 20 years earlier, which is the sequel to the Jamie Lee Curtis movie Prom Night. Uh, the sequel to that mm. is called Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. Oh, my God. Ooh, I like and that it name. is as camp as you might think it is. It is more 80s than you can imagine. I've got the trailer up here, guys, that I'm going to show you both now. This is a movie that I only saw like two years ago, and I fucking loved it. Now, to be clear, it's not a great movie, but it's a highly enjoyable movie. And the whole time we're watching this today, I was just like, oh, man, I just wish we were watching Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. So here's that trailer. Gonna lean this mic in. got the suitcase you've got the song that repeats every time she does the killing mm. like literally they stole nearly everything from this film from that film and it's a lot more enjoyable <laughs> let me Love tell it. you what so everyone should go watch that movie instead of urban legends and <laughs> bloody mary we will be back next friday to talk about a wrap-up where we're going to talk about all the you know you did last summer movies all of the urban legend movies we're going to be ranking stuff we're going to be including screamers rankings we're going to be playing a little rotten tomatoes game that i enjoy to do Ooh. and maybe a little twist but until we get to that guys please go to weirdgeeks.com please <laughs> follow us on the social medias subscribe to us Rate us. Be kind. Do those nice things. Say mean things if you want to. Email us. Mail at weegeeks.com. Fuck you at weegeeks.com. And if you want to support us monetarily, then please go to starfishmixtape.com. Starfishmixtape.com where you can check out our first feature film called Starfish, which just finished its sort of theatrical. I think it's about to do some stuff in Canada. But it will also be there on the VOD, 28th of May. You can purchase it. You can rent it. There's a party <laughs> happening at the house. Everyone's so excited about the release of our movie. Things are going great. We'll be back next week. Until then, guys, we are out. Geeks! Geeks! Geeks. <laughs>